Hey everybody, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me for another week of Lex Chat. I'm here with my friend Phil of Phil Good Studios and we're just gonna have some general studio talk about what we go through in the music industry, in the engineer space, in the studio space. So hope y'all enjoy this chat this week. We'll get started after these messages. I got to give a shout out to the nail bruja at Fly Nails and Lashes on Mableton Parkway. Black owned nail salon and my friend's cousin happens to be my nail tech. She is the nail bruja. Wow. This is my Valentine's Day themed nails. Look, black jumped in. <laughs> For those of y'all who are listening, it's like a V-cut French style with pink and white. And then I have an accent nail with the words love spelled out and the heart for the O. So make sure y'all go see Isha at Fly Nails and Lashes in Mableton. This is 3347 West Hospital Avenue. 3347 West Hospital Avenue, yeah. Shamley, Georgia. Shamley, Georgia. 30341. This is Phil's studio. Y'all see the logo in the background, Phil Good Studio. So that's where we at with it today. And like this place really looks great, y'all. Like this whole room is a vibe. We got the you call it a cloud ceiling. Yeah, the cloud ceiling. The cloud ceiling with the LEDs and the cotton underneath that, and we got the sound panels. It's a, a game system right here. You let people smoke in the studio? Yeah, unfortunately yeah. I do. Yeah. You said unfortunately. Or fortunately? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say unfortunately? Because they just be dropping ashes. Like it could be an ashtray like within three inches from it, and they'll still miss it by a mile. Like yeah. it's like. Ugh, you come into a room and just ashes everywhere. It's like, come on, bro. I had a session last night where I, for some reason, certain sessions, I just like don't turn around to look back. So my back was to them the whole time. And I usually work with this dude all the time, but he brought a girl with him mm -hmm. and <laughs> did not tell her that we don't let people smoke in the studio for real. And he lit an incense, which he, which he always does. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I was feeling like really nauseous. There's two things I don't like is the smell of incense and the smell of weed. I hate the smell of weed. I should have known she was smoking though. And then one of the, I don't like it. I would rather eat my drugs. Yeah, I don't like it. It like, makes your breath stink. That really just hurt my make heart. Make your hair stink, like. like, like my heart sunk. Get in like, your clothes, like nah. Like, oof. That's not for me. Oh my God. <laughs> But she like one of the other, the other engineers called me this morning. He was like, "Yo, uh, someone left a roach in the control room." I'm like, really? Like it makes sense why I felt so nauseous now because she was back there behind there smoking, puffing it up. So if I would have just turned around, I would have noticed. But I don't know. I'd be too vigilant to to let something like that. that. The worst thing I ever did was get these curtains put up. Y'all can't see them, but I got like curtains in my studio mm -hmm. to where you can, you know, close it in. That's like the worst thing I ever crazy. did. Why? Yeah, because every time I I'm be recording, I hear that jank. I automatically be like, oh, what y'all doing back there, bro? <laughs> uh -uh, no. And it just messes the whole vibe up because it's like, what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's always the male-female group. It's never the male-male group. Like, two males do that. Hey, mm -hmm. bro, y'all, you know, do you do. <laughs> Ain't tripping, bro. Nobody done anything crazy. Nah, nah, nah. That nah. you know of. I'm too, I'm too, I'm too uh, vigilant for that. Like, mm -hmm. they might have been another session. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> but, uh-uh. 
I'm like, uh-uh, I got a PTSD, what too. What y'all doing? As soon as I hear something move, I'm turning around. <laughs> like, what's up? What y'all doing back there, man? Y'all good? Y'all alright? Mm-hmm. I got a big booth, so I try to encourage them to go into the booth, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna mess mess up my vibe, just go in there and mess up your partner's vibe. You know, so just go sit down there with them. Y'all turn up and uh. I think I would prefer for people to be in the booth and leave me alone as an engineer, because yeah. I've had um people who just and they mean well, but they want to ask a lot of questions. Or the people who want to be on the phone right behind me in my ear so I can't really concentrate on what the artist is doing or listen to what they're doing. The entourage. (laughs) That's what I call them. And that's one of the things I've gotten real good at. I mean, great at is black and I entourage. Like, if mm. you're not the client, you're not the person that's paying me, like, you really can't say nothing to me. Like, you can't ask me for nothing. Like, can't even ask me for with the bathroom, man. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I intentionally block that out because they got a habit of thinking that they're the superstars and, you know, they'll even want to come in and talk to you and do the pointing. Like, I hate that pointing at my screen. Right like, across your face. Like, come on, hey, bro, can you... No, no. <laughs> It's like it's one of those things. Like I block them out. Like I, I, I literally make them go into the booth with their friends. You know what I'm saying? That's why mm-hmm. I, I kind of enforce. Don't come deep. You know? How do you, how do you say that? Shoot, in, man, it's a couch in there, man. It's a couch in there, man. Y'all can turn up in there, bro. Shoot, smoking weed and all that junk, man. Shoot, just make sure y'all mm-hmm. close that door. He really, he really like need more energy. So could you go in there and like help, him up, help, help him, him out, up, bro? You know? And man, you gonna leave your partner in there by yourself, man? Go on in there, turn him up, man. You see, he needs you, bro. Go on, turn up with him, man. Go ahead, go ahead. You right, bro. You right, bro. You right, you right. Let me go on in there, man. Here, take the ashtray with you, man, because you're gonna need that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Force him on in there. Man. Close that door, lock that door, and that's the end of the whole time. Way possible. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like a bunch of people in the booth, but they all come out with like their shirts off? Oh yeah, man! I, man. Oh, oh my under- god, I don't understand that. You get that like once a day, like that. I call them the zombies, the pill poppers, the beanheads. <laughs> oh, that's like, what it is. Yeah, they pop the something drugs. or do something, and it's like because they always come in straight, like you know, hey, how you doing, sir? I'm ready to turn up. But then by the time they leave, they sweated, they hide. Just like, bro, what is you on? Like, oh my god! Like I said, this generation is different because. I don't know, the niggas was selling it back in my era. Now it's like we glorifying doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like niggas come in with, with can I say niggas? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Well, yeah, niggas, <laughs> niggas come in with goddamn more drugs than goddamn studio time. It's ridiculous. It's like, come on, bro. You got like zips and, and pills and bottles, but you only got like two hours like of studio time. You're going to be dead in an hour and a half. Like, let's be real. <laughs> But they don't get it. They don't, they don't I used understand. to get really annoyed with sessions like that. Because um, I tell stories like this one people, and I think i actually be working with them tonight. Um, <laughs> but, like, the people who feel like, you know, so-and-so do drugs or they do this and that. So to get the vibe of whatever song they did, I got to do the same thing. Mm. And so they come in and they high or they've been taking Xanax, which I don't know why you would take a Xanny before yeah, you come to the yeah. studio. And that's supposed to make you go to sleep. or And they do it with liquor, too. So I always would like <laughs> come in there and slur all of their words. The bar is not good. They they kind of disrespectful to me too. Um, and then call me back two days later like, "Yo, Lex, why it sound like that? What you mean? You? It don't like why I sound like that? Like, cause you were high or you were drunk. I tried to get you to redo it, but you weren't trying to listen to me. Remember? Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, damn, I don't remember doing none of that. 
That's great. One thing I, and I, I don't know, it's like a gift and a curse. And I think a lot of my clients respect me because of it. Like, I don't, I don't play that nice guy stuff. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, from the time you come in, like, as soon as you hit me with that, hey, man, you know how to use that auto-tune. It's like, nigga, it's Atlanta. Like, come on, bro. You wouldn't be here if I didn't. Like, come on. Everybody wants auto-tune. I'm letting you know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, who you want to sound like? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. you ask them that straight man, up? Man, straight up. Who you trying to sound like, bro? Like, you trying to sound like little baby? All right, let's hit that little tune on the low. Turn that tracking up. I got you. You want ride away? Let's turn that thing all the way up. Like, just let me know. Like, I got you, you know? Because it's always somebody. Like, you never come in here and trying to sound like yourself. It's, why, no, why do you think that is? That's the that's the that's the trend that we in nowadays. Like, there's no more Tremaines and Jonathans and, and Jasons. It's J Ducks and PTs, and you know what I'm saying. Like, everybody's trying to fit that persona of little who they want to be. Little toadits. Yeah, man, I, I record little baby every day, and I and I probably only record I record little baby once in my life. I can't lie, but I record. Yeah, I record. The, the imitation little babies, the imitation thugs. Like, I got people that'll come in with grown-ass men voices. What up, dog? What up, what up, what up, dog? As soon as they get on the mic, and it's like, nigga, that ain't you, bro. That ain't, that ain't you. Like, where they come from? People but, really don't be liking the sound of their voice. They don't. They don't like themselves. And it's that confidence thing that I, 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 get, I, I, that. I get to. Like, yeah. nobody has confidence in who they are. They feel like they got to be that guy for that person to like them. And it's like, bro, just be yourself. Like, yeah. people already like you for you. You know what I'm saying? You just don't know that, you know? You just don't know that. And I don't cut them no slack. Like, when you ask me how that sound, bro, how you think it sound? You fucking <laughs> you with you it? you like it? I mean, it's whatever, if you bro. like it, then I love it. Yeah, I don't give you no space. Like, uh -uh. I'm going to do my part. Like, I'm going to make it sound good at the end. But if it's you don't like quality. it, yeah, it's going to be quality. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. going to be hot. Let's be real. If it come out of my studio. But if you like it or not, that's just depending on you. You know what I'm saying? One thing they ain't going to say is the engineer didn't do his job. You know what I'm saying? Young, what's the name? Hold up. We got some people saying some things. Young kiddo, S.A. Bro, I was asking about a feature. How much to feature? Um, what do you want? You want a hook? You want a verse? You want ad-libs? And what is your budget? I typically start at 250 Facts. I'm a rapper. I can match whatever vibe. Only thing I ask is, if you're wanting me to feature, I need you to start it, and then I'll compliment whatever you're doing. I don't want to have to start the song. That's the only thing. And then the real eye <laughs> says the real shit. <laughs> I don't want to do the work for no, you now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's come up with your old concept now, and I the, got you. Exactly. Like, I don't, people hit me up like, hey, Lex, I want you to feature. But then they want me to start the song. It's like, do the I don't song. know what kind of artist you are. I don't even know, like, if I'm going to be matching what you usually do. What do you want to talk about? Oh, it's it's whatever, you know, whatever you're feeling. And then artists don't do their research. Like, they got it, whoever that, that's a guy, right? I, I would assume. Yeah. Young do kid. your research, too. Like, if you, you're asking her for a feature, like, listen to her music. First yeah. and foremost, see what kind of vibe she on, and then go back and listen to your music and see what kind of vibe you on and see what kind of correlates. Like, too many times I get people that come in and they like, yo, I want this girl on this song, or they'll put this guy on this song, and mm -hmm. that person might be, let's just say, totally hip-hop and you totally trap. Like, it, it's, not a, it's not a correlation. Like, it's not one, somebody's going to body somebody, and usually the trap person is going to lose in the end, you know what I'm saying, in that type of situation. But it's like... Find things that, that, that vibe with you instead of just finding a song that you like and saying, I'm going to put that person on it. You know what I'm saying? Make yeah. sure that it matches with what that, with what that person has going on. Like, create a song. You know what I'm saying? Don't just make a song. Create, create a song. a storyline. <laughs> there me. you go. 
especially when you work with me like I'm really big on working off of concepts and working off of your energy because if you're coming to me I'm expecting you to take the lead on getting this project off the ground but if you're expecting me to do the work of putting in a concept then I may as well have bought the beat and I may as well have been asking you for a feature at that point Thanks. this is not to come for you or anything this is just like I've had three or four people in the past couple months do like the same thing and then the song never goes anywhere or we never even start because they won't even give me like a reference to start with on the song um taib2809 says hello handsome they talking to you phil <laughs> <laughs> that's a female right uh it could be you oh, know right. i kind of have a lot of sex pages following my stuff too oh. maybe on my stories all the time <laughs> Young kiddo says, let's go. I'm going to do that. Yeah, let me know. Um, Send me a DM and let me know like what your budget is. I'm also willing to work with whatever. I can hop on any kind of track you need me to, but I'm looking for you to start to start the wave, start the vibe. So just something to keep in mind. And be creative. Be creative. Don't do the same stuff. Like, if you feel like you got to go straight to the auto-tune on high, slow down. <laughs> That's we just, just my input. About that, huh? yeah, How people weird. really don't want to be themselves. Yeah. Use your voice. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I ain't never heard your music. I'm gonna go check you out, but you know, yeah. use your voice. We'll A lot of people out, are scared of their voice. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you put that auto tune on and you crank that mug past one, <laughs> <laughs> you lose your voice. You lose all the feeling in your voice. You lose your bass. You lose the top, and you just become a robot. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like I, I got clients that got like great voices like deep you know what i'm saying like pain in their voice and Why them niggas are coming to the studio and they're just throw it all the way like come on bro <laughs> you do the live the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my man part of me is impressed that they can like do their voice like that but then it's like you have this whole other side of your voice because the voice is an instrument you have this whole other side that you could be using why are you choosing to imitate somebody else or why wouldn't you explore your full instrument yeah. like i have a client i'm working with now he kind of like stays in the same lane and you know how raps end up sounding the same with somebody they got the same flow it's like all right we gotta we gotta switch up the flow but they'll also have like the same intensity while they're delivering it and it could be like a, a song that's supposed to be sexy and they'll be rapping the same way. I'm just like, um... I get that all the time. In my mind, I'm like, do you get a lot of women? Like, is this how you talk to them when y'all are in the bedroom? Because when you're doing a song, for me anyway, I'm creating a feeling or a vibe. If I'm yelling at you, that's not sexy. Or maybe it could be. I don't know. Some people like to be choked out. And uh, there's a time and a place for all of that. But my main point being that if you're trying to convey like a certain emotion, a type of vibe, then it's okay to soften your voice a little bit. You don't have to be so aggressive. Like, and create create like a storyline because too many dudes will come on the track too and be like, I put my dick in the throat. Yeah, I'm fucking the shawty. Like, what? <laughs> but see, you just <laughs> said it right there. Like, a lot of people, and 99.9% .9 of the clients that, that come through, I ain't gonna say 99.9, .9. I'm being, I'm being, I say 98.9 mm. but you yeah. know <laughs> but a lot of them come in like they follow this same format to where 
they don't know what the hook, what the hook of the song, or even what we're talking about until the end of the song. It's like because you're punching in one word at a time, one word at a time, five minutes or two hours later when the song is over, you reverting back to the first eight bars to see what you're talking about. That's my hook right That's there. That's hook. That's what we going to call it. It's like... And the flow is right here mm, the entire song. The entire time. It's like nobody puts that thought and effort into... It's like rolling the dice. That's what I call it all the time. Like rapping nowadays is like rolling the dice in the studio. Cats come in. And there you go. They come in for hours on end, and every t- every five seconds they rolling the dice, hoping that they get that rhyme right. If they get that line right, then we are gonna roll it again for fifty more times and hope we don't crap out until we get the next rhyme. And they keep on doing it until the song is over. And then you go back and you realize, well, they don't never realize they ain't got nothing. Like I said, they just take the first few words. <laughs> What what I say on the first line? I put my dick in the throat. That's the name That's of the song. That's the name of the song. That's the name. Right like there. what? And one thing a lot of artists don't realize too is like, of course I get it. Every artist is gonna cap. You know what I'm saying? But the engineer is that one person you know that you should already already have like faith and know that they're not believing it. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you've done, like and it's always verbatim. Like every client comes in, they talk the same, they act the same, they walk the same, they say the same things, use the same gimmicks and lines, and they swear they're the first one that did it. You know what I'm saying? It's like... And they only been rapping like three or four months. Mm-mm, I only been rapping three or four months. Then, you know, some of these cats that come in with the styles, it's like... I know you didn't start rapping like that. Like, you didn't just grow up. Like, you that hasn't been your style all your life. Like, you had to have adopted that from something. You know, nobody wants to be themselves. Nobody wants to take that. It's it's easy. It's harder to excel being who you are, but easier to get in, get away in this world by pretending to be other people and, and going with the vibe or, or the trend, as they call it. I find that a lot of people, right, because I try to ask rappers, like, who was your influence growing up? <laughs> who did you listen to? And they'll tell me something like, oh, I used to love Jay-Z or Lil Wayne, but they come in Impossible. rapping like Future. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> You're not even using the same metaphors, uh-uh. the same wordplay. Ain't even no wordplay. Like like you say, whatever that first word they usually use, they're going to rhyme that word for the next 10 bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you said wait as your last word, then the next seven, eight rhyme words going to rhyme with wait. Skate. Or the ones who think that nigga is gonna rhyme after every line. I'm the shit, nigga. That's who I'm with, nigga. Man, it, it don't make no Lock sense. Like in my pocket, that's a rocket, nigga. Like I say, and I blame their homeboys because it's like, they and I be it. telling their homeboys. That's why I say like a lot of people respect me because it's like, I be honest with you, but I'm still gonna turn you up at the same time. Like I'll tell you straight up, like bro, this shit trash, but. Mm. I'm gonna do my job, so when you when I do my thing, it's gonna sound hot, but yeah. in my opinion, it's trash. But you know, I be trying to help these cats out. Like, just you know, bro, don't like being honest is like the new betrayal nowadays. You know, what people saying? will call you a hater for being honest, mm-hmm. or and I was in a situation last year where I felt like I was in a room full of like yes people because everyone else in the room would be agreeing like, oh, that's hot. You could have said something so simple like, water is wet. Put it in a song. <laughs> One of the songwriters might have wrote that. I'm just like thinking in my head. I know we can come up with something, something better, better than, than this, but everyone is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's it. Put that down." I'm just like, ah. but I'm the new one. I'm like lower on the hierarchy, right? So I can't say too much without being kicked out of the room. But yeah, I try to, and I, I had this conversation with someone the other day too. Like, you have to 
be involved as an engineer for it to be more fun there was a long time where i wouldn't want to offer any advice unless they explicitly told me (laughs) or i wouldn't want to try to help them write the song or give them no kind of because i've had sessions before where it'll mess up the vibe if i'm trying to tell you something that i think you can do to make the song better but if you didn't ask me for that advice because maybe you already had an idea in your head of how you wanted to do it then you know it can mess up the vibe a little bit but on another token i've had people come in and i don't say anything they don't communicate that they want me to say anything and then i find out after the session nah, she wasn't really involved like i'm, I'm just like what I had why didn't problem. you say something i had that problem nah i think when i first started out I, I i did too much because mm. I, I'm, I'm an impatient person. Like, I can't sit still to save my life. You gotta so, be, and you're an engineer. Yeah. So you got to sit still at the desk. Yeah, though. so it's like while they record, and I'm <laughs> always cutting your breath side. Like, I'm always, I'm doing the sauce up that I, I shouldn't like that. be doing That you I'm could recording. be charging in a mix. That I could be charging feed. in a mix. Yeah. So a lot of people, they leave for, like, fully mixed. I ain't gonna say fully mixed records. Right, it's never fully mixed. But you you pretty much leave with, if I put it on Sound iTunes dead, right now, they're gonna say it's mixed. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've had to scale back on that a little bit more mm. because, like, like I say, you, you do too much and they expect too much, you know what I'm saying? And they won't, and it becomes a... Like, now, a lot of my clients don't even try to put thought into their stuff. They know if they come in, mm. they rap whatever they got, I'm going to do my little cuts and dices and the little zoops and whatever, it and it's going to come out fine. You know, they don't question it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, that puts more work on me now because now I got to be a surgeon to everybody. That reminds me of, because we were talking earlier off camera about how I used to manage for a studio and we used to accept one hour sessions. Speaking of doing too much, it's always the one hour people who want to do like five songs in one hour. And I'm the type of engineer, I would pride myself on moving faster because everybody around me was so slow. And I'm impatient too. So if I know, like I'm the type of person... When people are recording me, I don't want you to keep asking me if I'm ready. It should be assumed <laughs> that I'm ready to record the song. Are you ready? Are you, ready? You, you ready? You ready? Like, ready? I was ready the third time you said it, bro. Like, but I would be moving so fast in these one-hour sessions, and we would be getting like four or five songs. They're not good songs, but they would be feeling like, yeah, we got so much done in this one hour. And then these people would keep booking me, and they would be expecting me to move that quickly every single time. And it's also the kind of session where they're freestyling every bar. Mm-hmm. So it's exhausting me because, and they, they won't let me just loop the audio on that one part <laughs> until they figure out they <laughs> need me to press the space bar <laughs> and the number three. I just don't understand it. But yeah, they get accustomed to a certain way of the engineer doing things and it, it gets so draining. The official J Rose says, "Yeah, tell me if my song is trash. Don't let me do nothing dumb." I'm trying to tell you, but you need to come holler at me then, cause I'll tell you the truth for real. Need some real one. But the thing about it is, though, and even in relationships too, right? The person who is always like pointing out things that you can do better, it's not the most comfortable to hear all the time. People don't want to feel like, oh, there's always something I got to do better on. So that's why they gravitate towards the people who are like the yes people because it feels good to be praised or whatever but the people who are willing to tell you like uh, we did this flow the last couple of songs let's try to switch it up a little bit it feels like the odd one out but them are the kind of people that you want to be paying attention to in the sessions That's right. what's up dirty snares what's up 88 so yeah um because i and it depends on the client for me i don't offer like i said i'm more involved in sessions now 
but I don't necessarily offer my critique or my suggestions to everybody who comes in. It just depends on how the artist is interacting with me. If I feel like I can give them that advice and they can take it and actually do it versus if I'm offering it, they might consider it, but then they end up doing what they want to do anyway. Well, <laughs> you already know what you want to do. So yeah. there's really no need for me to be telling you too much. Right. So if an artist trusts me to tell them, then we can really build like a dope engineer artist relationship. Because right. now I can tell you things like, if this is supposed to be a sexual song, why are you yelling on the track? Or why are you being so aggressive? Are you trying to have sex with the homies? Or are you trying to <laughs> impress a woman? Because I don't know any girls that want to constantly be called a bitch in the song that you're supposed to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And they don't know how to like soften their voice up. Or... They just don't know a lot. They just things. don't know. I, I, I try know. not to give too much advice either. Now, I, but the same token, like I say, a lot of my clients, and even the new ones, I try. I, I in my head, I, I said, I say to myself, it's a trust system. Trust mm -hmm. that I'm gonna do my job. You just go in there and do you. Because, like I say, a lot of people they don't have that confidence. They don't have that that mentality to mm -hmm. tell themselves that this sound good, that don't sound good. They're looking yeah. for somebody to say, hey, do that over. Hey, do this one more time. Hey, hey run that in. Hey, they don't sound right. I ain't that guy, bro. Like, mm -hmm. no, no. Like, you and gotta you, know who you, you are. You didn't start off as an artist, did you? I started off as an artist. Okay. Yeah, um, when like I, a rapper. Yeah, something? when I first started uh, doing music, I, everybody, you know, we all started off as rapping, you know. But one thing about rapping, it costs money to be a rapper. You got to pay for studio time. You got to pay for the beats. You know what I'm saying? The mix so. and the master. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to look, did you care care about like looking like a rapper? No, like this is my like that's that's another Too thing. Like I don't have my it. swag. Like this is me. Like that this is CLJ. Like I'm, like, I'm like a hippie. Like. <laughs> You feel good and you feel good. I feel good. Out. That's it. Like, I ain't, I, I can't do no jury, none of that. So it's like, I can't, even to be an artist, you, it, nowadays you have to fit into that criteria, that, that trend or that, that look. You have so to feel old. a certain way. And it's like, you can't just be talented. Yeah, you no can't be ta talented. Talent don't even have nothing to do with it. They don't even care about the talent no more. Like, Remember the wackest cats is getting on. It's 90% business and 10% talent. I feel like talent is, it's looking like 5% these 5%, days. It's yeah. looking real 5%. Mm -hmm. Because now it's how trendy can you be or how viral can you go? What's the latest scandal? You can keep people talking about you. Keep uh, people, keep your name in people's mouths, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, as an artist, being an engineer, it would irritate me when the artist coming in would rely on me too much to tell them what to do in the song. Because as an artist, I know what I want out of my music. So I'm expecting every other artist to come in and be like, this is how I want to sound. This is what I want to do. But to your point earlier... They trying to sound like somebody else off jump anyway, so they're not even necessarily thinking about how do I want to explore my creativity today. It's nah. How can I jump on this wave that's already out, which is old by, well, things move faster these these days, but things that used to be on the radio, it used to take like a year or two years before certain songs hit the radio. So whatever you were hearing is actually old and people were off of that, but everyone's trying to chase what's out there, what they think is hot. And they're not trying to chase like what's best for them as an artist or what's going to be different because it is harder to be yourself. Chasing that next trend. One thing I've, I've noticed with a lot of clients too, they'll make a song and then for the session is over, they're trying to figure out who can they contact to do a dance video or <laughs> some type of TikTok. Like I'm not a TikTok person, Twitter either. Like you got TikTok? I, I, I think I got one. I don't think I've ever posted. I don't get it. I don't know I'm how to... thinking about know. doing it, but it's just another platform yeah. to keep track of. I don't feel like it. Yeah, that and Twitter. Like, too much typing. I don't, I don't, I don't get do all that. Like, yeah. But 
that's all they talk about. Man, let me find somebody to do a dance or listen to the next instead gimmick. of like marketing. Instead of marketing, it's like, come on, be like. Or instead of it being a good song. I'm old school, so you know my doc. I come from the days where you know people used to write their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you spent all your time in the studio, you spent hours in the studio writing, formulating, crafting. You know what I'm saying? Coming up with some type Making of it come together. Yeah, like, not just. We're going to spend five hours in this mug, and for four, four hours, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds, we just going to roll the dice, and at that last minute, we're going to put it all together and put a title on it. It's like, ew. It's just, it's just nerve-wracking. Y'all real confident. Y'all real bold. Y'all doing things like that. Dirty Snare says, do you ask for writer's credit when you give input in sessions? Yes. Ooh, that's a good one. But the only issue that I'm facing right now is... Because these people are so new, like a lot of the rappers be, they only started rapping like two or three months ago. They don't even necessarily <laughs> understand how they're going to make money from the music, much less what a split sheet is or giving producer and writer credits on a song. They think you just throw it up on SoundCloud or Spotify <laughs> and that's supposed to make you rich. But they haven't even realized that. You're only getting paid like 3% of a penny per stream on a lot of these streaming platforms. Um, they have no plan for marketing. So short answer, yes, I do ask for those credits, but am I actually gonna see them? I don't know because usually the people who I have to tell about it, they're not the ones who are like worried about giving me credit. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your, what's your answer to that? I got a couple of clients. Well, I got a lot of clients. I'm not even going to lie. And I kind of got on this, like, last year with the old, old studio. Um, was it DistroKid or TuneCore? Mm -hmm. Anyway, one of them record label uh, sites where you can actually... I got, like, a record label membership because... I used to get oh, a so lot. Of, yeah, yeah, I used to get a lot of clients come through to me and say, Hey, man, can you put my song on iTunes? Like, nigga, you can put your song on iTunes. Okay. But, you know, it became a thing where, you know, people would pay me $5, $10, $20 just to post a song that I don't mix on iTunes. So I do and I'm then you can put in And I'm putting, percentage. there you go. And I'm telling them, I'll talk like, yo, for me doing this, I'm going to get me a little five, maybe 10, maybe 12, maybe 15, whatever. And I'm going to get this percentage. And one thing about it, like I say, it, it's beneficial for you in a couple of ways because now you're, because you're putting them up, you're keeping track of what they're streaming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you're, you're seeing what you, you're making but probably before they see it because they're not taking the time to do the business themselves, you know what I'm saying? Yep. If I put your music up nine times out of ten, you're not going to know that you need to create a site to, you know, track your streams or blase blase. Not saying that you shouldn't, but, you know, yeah. it's one of those things about business you should know, you know what I'm saying? But, do they even go so far as to, like, put, like, the cover with audio behind it and post it on their stuff, or...? Yeah, some of them do. Like, the yeah. ones that, that go actually make it that far to get it to iTunes, because, you know, you get a lot of cats that go straight to YouTube and straight to SoundCloud with their song. But the ones that actually make it to the iTunes stay, a lot of them used to come to me, and they already have their cover done, you know what I'm mm. saying, things of that nature. They just don't know the... Or I ain't going to say they don't know. They just don't care to learn the the small portion of distribute. Yeah, and, and percentages and all that. And it's, it's nothing... But just putting the name in, putting the percentage by it. You know do what I'm saying? Do they have ASCAP, BMI? I tell them about all of that. Mm -hmm. Now, do they actually do it? Nah, I should make a service to start you, doing that. I was just about honest. to ask, like, all right, do you want to, for an extra 100 or how much do they charge? Well, Some of them is like 50-50, like 50 for the writers, 50 for the publisher. Mm -hmm. I think BMI might be 100-100. ASCAP is 100-100 now. It is? Mm -hmm. I'm glad I got in when I did. Because it was 50 back then. We listened to our professors back then and we hopped in. <laughs> 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 
So as soon as French or Miss Epps told me anything, I was like, oh, okay, let me hop on that. Well, word, I need an LLC. Let me go ahead. I ain't making no money yet, but let me go ahead and reserve that name. Like, I got a lot of credits <laughs> on a lot of songs that I just engineered. Like, I ain't really do too many. Some of them even got, like, celebrities and, you know, like, kind of placements and stuff on them. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like I say, they did it here and I had to be the one to upload it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, cats don't know how to upload something to iTunes and then connect it to somebody else's iTunes, too. Like, if it was a feature, man, you get on the song, mm-hmm. or I post it, and then it also pop up on your iTunes. Like, cats don't know how to do that. and Or even how to contact those platforms. You could tell them, hey, mm-hmm. this is my song, this is my song, these are the links. Can you bring all of this under my page? Spotify has actually reached out to me like, hey, we noticed that you have a few releases with us. Can you double check to make sure these mm-hmm. are all the right releases under your name? And yeah, it's just a way of keeping all of your work together. And if you had a website too, though, yeah. you could do that for yourself. But that's uh. just a part of the business. Like I said, a lot of cats, they got these songs on iTunes and Spotify and don't even. And I was the victim of this myself, let's mm-hmm. be real, because I ain't have a one song up. But a lot of these cats got songs on iTunes and on Spotify and don't even have an artist Apple account or a Spotify oh, I, like, artist did account. Did they claim you know their artist page? I ain't even claim their page. It's yeah. like. You pay and like I got a couple of clients that pay for promotion. Like you paying for these views and it's like you don't even know how much you getting paid for it, bro. Like you don't even know how many streams how much you got. Like, back to you. like come on, bro. Like you got to do it. And I had to, I was a victim of that. Let's be real. I had to learn that myself. You know, it was that Spotify year round thing where everybody be posting their stuff. Oh, the I'm year wrap. Like, I'm like, well, damn, yeah. what my year wrap at? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta get a Spotify account. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. I got it. Because you you can have it without paying for Spotify, like as a streamer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you should you should claim your artist page um, with Apple. I don't know that Title lets you do it. I don't think they. I don't think they no, do. I don't think Title has one. Title has a profile page though. Yeah. But but it's not one that like the artist can claim and like no, put up stuff. So. Like with Spotify, you can do like tours that are coming up. You can link merchandise. You could link like you could tell people what's your favorite release or your latest release. And then through the Spotify for Artists app, you can look at those analytics. Where are people listening to my stuff? Is it majority men or women? Or they have non-binary now. That's a whole other conversation. I know, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or who's the age group? Or which song is like streaming the most? But yeah, a lot of people just don't know about that or care to know about it. Because they're still in the... Which I kind of envy them. They're still in like the starry-eyed phase of being an artist where everything is just fun and it's just about the music <laughs> and honestly the business as irritating as it is it does kind of like it does kind of like put a damper on things sometimes everybody mm-hmm. wants to get signed like I, one thing I, I get and i ain't gonna say the name but it's one label in atlanta <laughs> everybody signed to me. you know i don't know what that label is y'all, y'all know what it is but it's like do that's I, that hmm? do I you probably do. I'm sure you do. I'm probably sure you do. But, you know, that's the thing. Most people want to get signed mm-hmm. so the work can be done for them. You know what I'm saying? Just assume that the work is going to get taken care of. And it's like, it don't cost you but like an hour on YouTube to learn the business. Like, an hour. Yeah. That's it. Stuff you know that you could know how to do by yourself. You get signed to a label, they're going to take all of the ownership all of, of your music. All because you didn't know or you didn't care to research how to do certain things for yourself looking at that big bonus you're going to get. like mm, That's a loan. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to pay that back. That is not free money. Never. Let's never. see. Uh, the official J. Rose says, I hate people who come to the studio just to smoke for four hours. Like, at least have your bars together instead of trying to freestyle every song. Oh, that's the new normal. <laughs> the Real Eye says, you could easily blow on TikTok. 
I heard that too. Like everyone's like facts, exactly. Let me get back to work. Oh, thanks, Maurice. I heard TikTok, but you can post something, you can get like two hundred thousand views. My, matter of fact, my partner posted something the other day. He got like four hundred thousand views. Like Wendy sell like chicken nuggets in a box, like the little KFC box. If you buy fifty of them, he posted it and he was like, "Damn, bro, my shit going viral." But somebody also told me that shit's weighted like two hundred thousand views on TikTok. It's like I don't know a thousand views on Instagram or something. I, don't know. I could believe that. Cause how many people are like using like there's a whole nother like status of celebrity from TikTok, TikTok celebrities. I think that. But there's a whole group of like TikTok celebrities now, and it makes me feel kind of old because I'm just tired of trying to keep up with all these things. Like aside from like the regular social media of Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, and then we mentioned having to claim your artist page on Spotify or Apple. I think YouTube has a thing where you can claim an artist page yeah, now. I just YouTube haven't looked into that. Have you done that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it so far? It's pretty easy. Um, like I say, DistroKid. <laughs> Shout out to DistroKid. Like, they got a little thing where it connects all of that more for you, which is, really? uh, like I say, it connects your YouTube, your Spotify, your art, Apple, Tidal, like all your accounts, like you can connect it to that. So when you release something, it's yeah. a one press of a button yeah. and it shoots it to all of them. Yeah, like you put yeah. something on my YouTube page, like you put my home. <laughs> Come on, what a dog at. Um, Where is the puppy? He's at home. Yeah, the chef came with the plates and he don't want to go into the house because he thinks the dog's going to attack him. Oh my gosh. He probably will. How long have you had your dog? Over a year? Yeah. And they known each other for over a year? Man, he don't know the chef, you know oh. what I'm saying? Oh, you don't see it, just food. Black people be afraid dog. of dogs sometimes, huh? Oh, but um, what was I going with that? Uh, the distro kid. Yeah, distro kid hook all of that stuff. So it's just you gotta have the 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 want to do that. Like just as much as people be wanting to rap and be the next little baby or the next whoever whoever, like put that into your business because that that's gonna be way more important than whatever you pitching out there. You know what I'm saying? Because that trend that you following is gonna die the next day, and whatever trend that pops up, you still gotta know the business to be able to elevate into that. So it's like, don't put yourself behind trying to keep up with something that's not gonna be there for long, you know? Yep. I think these trends are as fickle as emotions. But I don't think uh, people even really plan out like their evolution as an artist. You know what I mean? Nah, they ain't looking that far. Like I said, everybody's trying to get that quick sign, that quick deal, that I get this one song. Like, everybody comes in the studio and the first thing they say, man, if I can just do this one song, it's that song that's going to blow. It's that tape that's going to blow. And it's like, think about the longevity of it. Like, don't think of every song you make got to be that song that's going to blow because it's not. Yep. It's not. It's never going to be that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. And people don't realize it takes, like, a 100 songs before mm-hmm. you might even get to that first song. Facts. And how much studio time do you have to invest in before you even get to that one song? And you haven't even gotten to the mixing part, the mastering part, the music video part, the distribution part, or like people don't even take time to, and this might be a little, like, I don't know, nerdy or what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You know, when you're like a kid, I used to practice like interviewing myself in the mirror. (laughs) Or I would watch certain movies and like practice the monologues and just get really good at speaking in certain ways. Or I would watch like interviews that artists were having and take note of like the kind of questions they were asking the artists just so I could like, cause 
I've always known that I want to be an artist or a superstar or whatever. So I'm looking at all the things superstars are doing, trying to understand, all right, how do I need to develop myself to be ready for when certain things come up? And I'm, I got the music, the business portion down okay. There's still a lot of stuff I need to learn. But people forget about the other part of being an artist. It's more than just being in the studio and jumping around on stage. It's constantly connecting and engaging with people. And then when you do engage with people, having like coherent conversations like me and Phil are doing right now. Some of these newer rap rappers who come into the studio, I would be hard pressed to get them to tell me that they want to do something over in a song or <laughs> I'll be hard pressed for them to tell me to go back to the hook or the verse because they don't know what that is. They don't know like the structure of a song. So it's just like you say this is what you want to do, but you're not taking the time to learn different aspects of it. And a lot of that comes from, like I say, not knowing and interpretation. Like I've been in the studio with Future and Baby and Gun and 42 and all of them. And it's like, it looked good, you know what I'm saying? But that ain't how it goes in the real studio. Like, a lot of these hey, cats... Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of these cats, you know, they see these things on TV, and, you know, they see this lifestyle that these people are portraying in the studio, and it's like, that's what I got to do. Like, a lot of these cats come in with no... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mm. No identity of what they are or who they are. They're just doing what they do. Like, sitting down to record. Like, I get that a lot. That's, like, one of my pet peeves. Like, And then you wonder why. Why it sound like that, bro? It don't sound like I got no energy. Well, it's you, bro. You want to try standing up? Like, I make you feel like shit when you, at, when you, when you come <laughs> to my studio. I ain't even going to flex. Like, that shit just bothers me because, like, I got to get up. I got to do all this trying to configure in just so you can sit comfortably and fuck up your raps. Like, it's like, no, bro. Like... <laughs> Get your ass up. I'm like, you really want to sit down, bro? Shit ain't going to sound like who how did, you think. Who did they see that did that? Everybody. Shoot. You know, I mean, I ain't going to throw out names, but like, I know my Instagram, like all these celebrities be in the studio. These niggas be feet kicked back with the really? microphone right there. And it's like, uh. How, okay, but how long have they been doing music? No, I'm saying like the celebrities, but celebrities. you got to realize though, like celebrities, I, I, I get it. Like, if you got a $10,000 mic in a, in a million dollar studio, sit your ass down. Like, we, we, we compensating for that. But y'all not in million dollar studios with million dollar mics with million dollar preamps. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times y'all sitting around like inboxes with a baby blue mic or some shit and you want to sit down and, you know no what I'm saying? Pop it's like, yeah, holes. no pop filter. No. Penny holes or a sock. <laughs> It's like you got to take pride in your craft. Like, do that when you when you made it. You know what I'm saying? When you just trying to look good or if you just bust wasting money to look good in a session, do that then. But it's like people do that. I, I, I man, that's just like my pet peeve. I make I you feel like shit. I saw someone now. the other day, especially in the music industry. If you have enough capital, you can cap for a long time. That's true. That's real. But that's I think real. for me, the whole sitting down thing, because as a singer. Your whole body is an instrument. And rappers don't believe that they're a singer or they don't believe that they have to do certain vocal things. But, they get but auto -tune we all got the same <laughs> instrument, which is our voice. So it's just like, if you're not letting all that air come through your body, because it's stopping at you sitting down right here and you don't have the experience to know how to like move your throat and form your, your throat to get certain sounds to come out. So yeah. it irritates me. Because yeah. it's just another another display of you don't, it comes off as you don't really care yeah, what you're you doing. <laughs> you that's, that's how it comes off. You don't really care what you're doing. Period. 
Right. And so, if you don't care, then uh, why I should interest. I care? Yeah, I lose interest. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I'm soon a button as you start that, And I say, I try to make you feel bad about it, but if you keep insisting, like, well, yeah, man, I just feel like I'd be better sitting there. I'm just, yeah, bro. I'd be like, get raw vocals, you, all of that. that like, yeah. I ain't finna do no saucing because I want you to hear what you sound like, bro. Like, you ain't kidding nothing. Like, why? Like, it's like, I don't know. I hear what you sound like. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, I cut the auto-tune off intentionally that you hear yourself. Like. My favorite thing is when they be like, they come in the studio and they don't think they want auto-tune. Because I have it on there. It'll be on, like, pitch correct or something, like, real mm. soft. Because I still want you to sound like yourself, even though you don't want to sound like yourself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they'll be like, it's auto-tune on that? Nah, I take it off. And then I take it off. <laughs> and they try to sing on the song. <laughs> and it'll be so <laughs> flat. I'm like, damn, that's what I sound like? Yeah, that's you. I like, put, I, I put it back on. Let me hear what it sound like. I don't put auto-tune on nobody's music. Like, when they come in, you got to physically tell me, hey, bro, let me get that auto-tune. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you got to be like, hey, bro, turn that joint all the way up because I'm going to automatically assume. I, I, I like to hear your regular voice. I don't like yeah. the auto-tune. So, when you first start rapping, I'm trying to hear what you sound like. And it's yeah. going to sound good. But as soon as you start to tell me to put the auto-tune, then, yeah, I turn it up. I cut it up, whatever. But I don't run towards it. And you know the beat usually tell you what what type of auto tune they gonna use anyway. As soon yeah. as you hear that beat, you like, oh yeah, like, oh. <laughs> turn it all the way on up. But like I said, that that just comes with that confidence. Like I like an artist that comes in with confidence and knows what he want to sound like, knows what he trying to do, know yeah. what he trying to say. And I'm just complimenting. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you want me to do. Right. As a matter of fact. Facts. And I just follow your lead, but I don't, I don't get that too much. I don't get to follow my lead. It's help me, build me, create me. Mold me. Tell me what I need to do. Do it sound good? And it's funny, um, because Black said he got to go because he's about to start a session. But he, I think he and I, we have like different viewpoints when it comes to that. I believe what you believe. Mm. The artist, this is your session. This is your time to do what you want to do. So I'm expecting you to set the vibe and let me know how you want this session to go. But if you're looking to me to tell you how to say this or what to put right here, do all that. It's a lack of confidence, but it's also like you don't have a vision for like what you want for yourself. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. But yeah, I agree with you on I want the artist to set the vibe. Let me know where you want to go, because I'm not I'm not the executive producer of this project at this point. I'm just the engineer. And depending on if I mess with you or not, I will give you input, but I don't really know you especially. So I'm waiting for you to show me who you are as an artist and how you are as an artist. Tell you what to do, then you haven't found it for yourself. And I'm sitting there like, I don't want to, because I'm an artist myself. And I don't like when people try to tell me what to do. So, because I already know in my head what I want to do. So don't try to tell me how to say my words. But that's just how I am. I know what I want to do as an artist. So it it blows my mind when people come in and they really don't know what they want to do. Or they don't even want to try what they think they hear in their head. They don't have the confidence on that, on that, like, on that, what you call it? Confidence on that level, I guess. Uh, official Mr. Flat Show 74 says the business part of music is cutthroat. I had an independent label basically recruit my producers beats I had projects done for. They're now gone to other artists. Damn. The label took the production that you had already meant for other people and gave them to other artists. That's crazy. That reminds me of when I was working with I can say her name, Tori Alamaze. 
and um, she she's responsible for the song "Don't You" by. So when you hear the song "Don't You," most people would think Pussycat Dolls, but it was actually Tori Alamaze whose song it was. The song was recorded, released, and everything, but Pussycat Dolls recut it, and it is like the exact same song. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works in the industry necessarily. Um, as far as like them just straight up jacking because you would think and Tori was signed to a label So it's interesting that a whole nother female act was able to just take her stuff But mixed by black for me. It's like, okay, if you don't know what you want or have no direction Okay, cool. Let's at least try to create something from scratch out there has to be Out there has to be a trust exchange when that happens Gotta help me help you, but I'll extend. I'll expand on this <laughs> next lecture. <chat. laughs> but they don't be want to help me. So they don't. They be don't. Be, they don't give me nothing to work it's with. Like, I'm giving you dust, and I want you to got that clean that bug up and get it back to me. I do it, but you know, uh, it's it's one of those type of things. Like I say, when you don't have, if an artist doesn't have this stuff together. I'm going to make sure you leave with a nice product. You know what I'm saying? Something you can but listen to in the car. I'm just not going to be too much. You know, supportive and you know whatever, whatever it is you asking because it's like I don't know as an artist it's like you got to know who you are and I, I get tired of people coming in trying to be somebody Ooh. else instead of themselves. But they're you know so different, right? But they're so different. Yeah, it's like ain't nobody out there that's like me. But you coming in here want to sound like somebody else? It's like perception. I mean, once once you give sense. me that bad perception, it's like all right, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I can be the best engineer or I can be the worst best engineer, but I'm still gonna be the best engineer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I I work with artists. It but like it depends too. It just all depends on yeah. the kind of energy you're giving me. If you admit that, you know, I'm new to this, I'm not really sure how I want to approach this, but I have this idea. Okay, you're giving me a baseline and I like how you're communicating with me. So, if you're cool like that, then yeah, I'll mm -hmm. offer a little like, okay, I noticed that you said it like this, but, you know, after eight bars, that flow is kind of boring. So now you already got the words. Let's switch it up like this or let's make this sound a little thicker. It's called in, in and out. Um, and yeah, just depending on if the artist is cool, if they're new, I'll be willing to help educate them on things. But it'd be the ones who come in cocky, the ones who I'm the best thing that ever happened to rap. I'm different, but make me sound like little baby, though. Um, I don't oh, understand guys. it. <laughs> It'd be oh, those guys. ones. And they don't know how to communicate. They'll also be the same ones who only want like an hour or two. Or they'll be the same ones who feel like they got to come in high or drunk to do a session to get mm -hmm. a certain vibe. And I always think like if you are expecting to get on the level of success as the guys that you're asking me to make you sound like, you think you're going to be able to sustain doing a 50 city tour and you feel like you need to have drugs or liquor in your system to get into a certain vibe, like, there's a lot you still have to learn. Like I said, I see the glitz and glamour, but never the, the, the hard road and the process that come along with it. You know? Yeah. Everybody want to just go straight to the top. and Nobody want to take that time to get there. It look fun. Mixed by Black says, if you come in cocky as fuck, but then can't come up with two bars over the span of two hours, that's when I clock out. Oh, I'm pushing I'm buttons. I'm clocking out after the first five minutes, bro. Like, once you start hitting me with that, that punch in stuff, like, all right, I'm just going to punch in. And you start with that. All right, one more time. One more time. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Biggest lie. Like, I'm done. Artist like, I'm done. I'm all on. I'm on Amazon. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Command like, tab. Command tab. That is my best friend. <laughs>
Man. Hey, let me do it again. Shortcut, shawty. Shortcut, shawty. I'll be it. Yeah, that's why I said I have to cut off my TV in the booth. Cause I don't want them to see me out doing shopping and doing everything else but recording. That's why I don't like the big old window because they can see my face <laughs> and they know that I'm not paying attention. But, or I just don't look engaged, but that's nothing against the artist. I'm just... That's right, routine. I'm not an expressive person. If, if you're doing a certain kind of song, I'm not impressed. Yeah. My face... I have resting bitch face, so it's it's gonna show. I can't I can't hide my emotions through my face. I multitask, so you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna be in another. I'm be doing a hundred things while I'm doing your session, but Some when you ready? I'm ready. I used to be able to to edit my vlogs while they were recording. Mm. Yeah, girl. I'm trying to tell you, like it's serious. Like I said, I don't got so fast at it because the trend of how people record now has gotten so slow. It's like you can do so much in a session now because. It takes them so long to do everything they need to do. Like by the time they're finished with that song, man, I done vocal aligned you. I done took all your breaths out of everything. Like trimmed all, trimmed all that, <laughs> faded. Like I don't got drop. Like I don't duplicated the beat, put all the drops and the the, the all that little stuff in there. You ain't hearing it because it's muted. But you know, <laughs> once you get done, it's like bomb. I'm finished. If you decide to get that mix, I just enable it. You know what I'm saying? Cause Bing bong. That's it. That's it. That's that's how the, that's how the, this this generation is built nowadays. They don't put no thought or no structure into it. It's just boy, you ain't going happens. nowhere. This third time you said you gotta go. <laughs> the session is here. Keep this keep this playing in the background. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real interesting to me. Like, and I'll try to tell these same people, it's okay to write before you come to the studio, because especially, and I don't understand. You think you're going to come in and freestyle and come out with a hit and you just started rapping, but you don't have a lot of money. So why would you waste time trying to come up with a concept? You didn't even take the time to write down, like, how am I feeling today or what do I want to try to talk about in the song? You just think you're going to come in and say anything on the track and it's going to be a hook and you have no intention. You're not telling the storyline. You sound like everybody else because people act like they're afraid to put their feelings and their experiences into a story. One, oh my God, one person said, well, you know, I can't, I can't really talk about everything I do because I don't want to tell on myself. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about right. in the song? And I know you're not really living what you're talking about because they never, they never. They be talking about how many bitches they got, but you came to the studio with five dudes. <laughs> Like I think you'll be okay. They don't. They don't know you right now. <laughs> it's a cap, man. Everybody's trying to fit and look like a certain way, and it's like, like me, man. Like I'm, I'm, I look like a bomb, but I probably got more money than all y'all niggas. Listen, you know what I'm saying? That's but, goals to me. <laughs> like, I don't. If I got money, I don't want nobody. To nobody know. to know. Like I'm uh -uh. living in the same spot. I'm driving the same car. I'll exactly. be able to pick up and go and do whatever I want when I want. But yeah, all that flash and wanting to be seen. Which seems really contradictory as an artist. <laughs> but the only time I want to be seen is when I've planned for you to see me. There you go. You know? So how I am off stage is a lot different when I get up in front of people and I'm on stage. It's a certain thing that I can turn on and off. But yeah, to, to get back to the point of it blows my mind where people, especially if you don't have a lot of money starting out, why would you leave up to chance the amount of time that you have in the studio? Why wouldn't you have something written and prepared? And understand that it's not going to sound the same as how you recorded it in your voice notes on your phone. It's a better quality that you're coming to. But people don't have that confidence. 
they don't like how taking, they sound. Taking the time to do it in the studio, like it's been numerous times. Like I said, you will, people will waste a whole hour trying to figure out how what's going to rhyme with that last bar when you could just take three minutes and just think <laughs> and say, yeah. "All right, let me figure out a sentence." Like mm -hmm. literally an hour just to get a sentence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, you could have wrote that like in five minutes if you just thought, just use your brain, like. But I don't, I don't get it. Like I wonder that. where that trend came from. Well, some people tell me, well, Lil Wayne, yeah, you don't, I was you don't just write about nothing. to say that's that's what they all that's what they all say when they use it. Lil Wayne don't write, Jay Z don't write. Uh, I think they say Baby don't write now nah, either. So Lil Baby, yeah, Lil Baby. I think they say he don't write either. But all these cats, like all of them, is using that word freestyle. Start. And that's and they're not doing a, a true freestyle. If I have to punch you every bar. You're writing on the spot. You're not freestyling. <laughs> not a a freestyle is you can flow for at least 16 bars straight. Easy. But yeah, what we're calling freestyle these days is not One freestyle. Word. One word sentences and stuff. And it's like, uh-uh. But that's where it comes from. Like I said, like, Wayne made it. But how long was Wayne writing? Or how long had he been in the industry doing music? Until he got to the point where he was It was a good little minute before he actually came out and he was like, yeah, I'm freestyling, freestyling like that. But he was still writing. Like I think he even said people were writing for him at one point in time or something like that. So, you know, I don't know. Like I said, this trend is where it's cool to not think no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get points. Yeah, it's like you get points for the less you can think about it. The cooler you are, if you can make something something up without having to put too much thought into it, yeah. you're a true artist. And it's like, no, it's the exact opposite, bro. Like, artists care a lot, and they take the time to think through a lot of things. Um, what was I about to say? I was in the studio yesterday with some people, and they were talking about um, how they're in the gospel circuit, but you know, they talk about how the songs have to like stay simple to a degree to grab people. But then there's so much like science and statistics and marketing behind actually making a song be considered a hit. And it's really interesting to me. Like we have to dumb down something so much, but still spend so much money to make it popular. Right. I've noticed that too with a lot of the hip hop tracks. Like a lot of the songs you see on the radio now, like the futures, the babies, the gunners and all that. Like there's no real what's the word I'm looking for? It's no real movement in the music it's all like that whatever that beat starts off with it's that same way ain't no special drops no you know nothing that's just the hook sound the same as the verse yeah. like we said earlier oh what's the first eight yeah that's the hook that's it just repeat it like it's so much more that goes into like that's not hooking me but that's, that's the that's the industry of how they make it i remember when i was working at like billboard studios like when i was doing these big clients and these big label sessions you know what i'm saying like my the way I work, like I say, I can't sit still. So if you writing your stuff and you come in, I'm throwing drops in there. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm throwing the verified and the reverse reverb. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing all this special stuff that just bring the track out a lot. Yep. And with a lot of them, um, them label sessions, they'll tell you quick. The man, I was coming in quick. Nah, nah, take all of that. Out. You know what I'm saying? Don't put that in there. Take that drop out. You know what I'm saying? Like keep Dang, it, keep girl. it plain. Yeah, like keep it plain. Don't do none of that because that's that that sound. Like if you listen to a lot of. And I hate to keep going back to Future and Wayne and, and Thug and all that, but if you listen to a lot of their it's beats, facts, like it's, it's not no intricate drops, and, yeah, none of that stuff. Like it's just. Have you seen some producers the way they produce? Mm -hmm, all the time. They'll do like four bars, and they'll loop it, yeah. and then the hook is I'm gonna throw all the sounds in there. Yeah. The verse is let me just take out two take or three out sounds. Two or three sounds. But yeah. yeah, there's there's no movement. They don't change up the bass pattern. 
They that's, don't do no key changes. That's how the industry is making. R and B is different. Like they, 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 you got a little bit of movement and all it, but when it comes to like the rap, the trap, hip hop, like it, it's the simplest we can make it is what they're going for. The more intricate you get, the more you gonna move out of that range of ah, oh, that's a little too new for us. We, we don't want to touch to that. <laughs> I think people are finally starting to get tired of that. I hope so. Um, but even with right. R and B, what they call R and B these days, hey. it's that same like simplicity as what rap would want you to do. Because mm-hmm. I remember R and B from like the nineties and two thousands, there were still at least harmonies going on, mm-hmm. stacks, changeups in the songs and everything. Like, yeah, you don't get that a lot with all these other artists. You're getting like that same beat playing all the way through. Like say something getting taken out, something getting taken in, maybe a bridge, but the concept of it is just different. Yeah. Mm. And I don't I don't mind name dropping too much. I was having a conversation with my nail tech. This is going to be another topic for another another Lex chat, but certain artists who sound like they are always staying the same. And we went to school with Summer Walker. I like Summer's music, but I know she can do more than what they've been having her do. So it's very frustrating for me listening to her music a lot of times. But then again, I don't know the full spectrum of spectrum of that. Um, do you have any comments or? I just seen someone with that new hairdo looking like that. Oh no! That's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh no! Mortal Kombat. Like Goro, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so I hope she's doing okay. Hey, she comfortable with it. Hey, I'm comfortable with it. You know. <laughs> Got a whole patch of that. Just uh. <laughs> that's creative. Mm. That's some artist shit to do. Yeah, That's some artist shit to do. But like her, I think we mentioned um, literally her. So her is in Summer Walker, and then her as in the artist her. And then I think she even said like Ari Lennox, like their music has been very much the same thing, and it it works, and people identify with the music. But for me, I don't know. I get bored. Like there's not enough. It's too much of this. I want to hear the range. I want to hear the challenge, but I just don't. You don't get that these days. Yeah. They go the easy route, and they all the songs nowadays. It's all the same. All the same. Just the bare minimum. Don't try to do too much, because like I say, if you do too much, then it's like you're putting yourself in another category that people ain't prepared to see you in, I guess. <laughs> or it's like, uh, so I say, I get burned out on it, like I say. Just recording people, you you get burnt out quick because it's always the same thing. Nothing's ever changing. It's whatever this guy said at this session, the next session he's gonna come in. The next person's gonna say the same thing. You Some know variation of drugs and guns. Drugs and guns. That's it. That's and right. I love my niggas, but it's fuck these bitches. <laughs> All right. All right, my boy. You got it. <laughs> Oh, I told you, your podcast be having, baby, your lives be having me rolling. <laughs> like, I be looking at your face like, yep, that's exactly how I be feeling, y'all. What that's did that exactly one dude say? Feeling. I pull up and let my sister hit. I'm like, what? Niggas <laughs> just say he thought it sounded cool at the time. I tell you, a lot of times, they don't even be realizing what they be saying. They just be talking and then throwing anything, throwing anything hoping that it stick, and then just roll with it. It's like, I don't know, like I said, that's, that's the... That's a trend. The less sense it makes, the more likely it is to blow. You know what I'm saying? It's like the industry is built to D. What's the, what's the word they look about? D something with the black people. Like 
to bring us down, like yeah, something like that. Right? There you go, dumb us down. That's a good word. Like they not promoting the the positivity or just you know just lyrical content or anything with a message. It's like if you talking about nothing, we're more than willing to sign you right now. Like, but if you got a message, you you mean something in your raps or you you actually saying something with substance, then you believe like, in the in the uh, agenda. Oh yeah. I definitely think there's an agenda. Oh yeah, definitely an agenda, definitely. Agenda. I mean, you, we're, 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 we're living in it right now. Like I said, like, um, video games, um, like the metaverse. Oh, oh my God, this fucking metaverse, like, <laughs> y'all niggas better not go broke fucking with this metaverse, like. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell you, don't do it, don't do it. Buying land, buying land, right? Like what? <laughs> niggas out here buying yachts and islands, like, bro, you can't visit that <laughs> island, man. island boy. <laughs> Still trying to make it. Mm-hmm. I played enough video games to know them <laughs> DLC tokens is not real, my guy. Like, <laughs> uh-uh. But you can pay real money to get more tokens. Yeah, you can pay real money to get more tokens. That's how they get you. Uh-uh. I can't fuck with it. Like, I, That's that one thing I haven't tapped in. I don't think I'm going home. I'm scared. It's like Fortnite to me. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm buying avatars and yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's really scary. Mm-hmm. It's, the music gets dumbed down. Or only a certain topic is promoted. People don't want to write because they don't want to explore their feelings. They don't want to tell their own story. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to connect with anybody and you have nothing to talk about? Nothing. You think we could do this podcast if we weren't both willing to open up and chat, have intelligent discussion discussion about things? Yes. Listen to me talk about being intelligent and I stumble <laughs> over my words. <sighs> God's on my ugly. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's a weird time. Uh, And like I said, I think it is getting better because people are finally tired of the Dr. Seuss rhymes (laughs) and um, like the superficiality of, and then just like the killing of a lot of these rappers, all of these lifestyles that are being promoted, but nobody really wants, people who are really in that life, they They don't don't want to be in that life. And you have the industry trying to glamorize it and make people think that it's something you want to be a part of. That's not really what it's about. So it's a scary time to uh, just be involved with people because people really don't want to put the work behind that self-development. And that gives like a full circle all the way back around to you got to have confidence in yourself to be yourself and to develop into the best version of you and not trying to be nobody else because industry is trying to turn us all into the same thing media is trying to turn us all into the same thing so it's harder to be you way harder to be you but it takes like i said you'll reward yourself and you'll love yourself a lot more like i say i got some cats some clients like i say they when i first met them they come in they trying to do the whole you know trendy thing mm-hmm. eventually they they t- come around and you like I said you you eventually love yourself because you appreciate yourself more because now you created a style that can't be duplicated you created your own thing you know what I'm saying instead of you going in there and just turning that plug in on high and you sounding like everybody else now you're distinguishable in ways that people can't really copy you you know what I'm saying so it's one of those type of things like I said you just gotta trust the process and and be you more than trying to not trust the process and being somebody else you know because because that's going to keep you around. There you go. Being yourself, focusing on your own evolution, that's what's going to keep you around. But stressing yourself out, following these trends, chasing these trends, 
you're gonna fall off just as quickly as that trend did. Facts. So, yeah. I think this is a dope point to wrap up the podcast. We've been going over an hour. Um, yeah. Over here at Feel Good Studios yeah, with yeah, yeah. Phil J Beats himself, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank y'all so much for tuning in to this Lex Chat with Phil J Beats of Feel Good Studio. Uh, let us know what y'all think in the comment section down below as far as anything we talked about. We covered a lot in this discussion, but I think I want to hear more so from y'all on the confidence thing. Do you like yourself? Are you working on yourself? <laughs> That's what I'm interested in. Facts. People really, people really hurting and stressed out here, especially Who with this whole you? pandemic. <laughs> but um, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you give me a big thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post new content. If you are a patron on my Patreon, thank you so much for supporting the channel. Um, oh, actually, do you mind chatting for like another 20 minutes? It's like bonus content for the Patreon. Uh, the Patreon, if you're part of my Patreon, you get bonus content. So the general public, y'all get that one hour discussion and we <laughs> cut that off. But if you're a patron, you get special extended uncut, uncut content. So we're going to continue that conversation. Um, and if you, but if you do want to become a patron to have access to the uncut content that I do and to some of the unreleased things that you'll see before the general public does, then just for as little as $5 a month, you, you can become a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Thank y'all so much for joining me on Lex Chat, Lex Chat this week. Thank y'all for tuning in for the conversation I had with my guest, Phil of Feel Good Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till next time, peace.